He got Dylan on the microphone right now. Look around, we need hope. Dark world, we need hope. We need hope. We all need hope. Need hope. Need hope. Look around, we need hope. Broke world, we need hope. We all need hope. But tell them it's hope for the broken. It's hope for the Yo, 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 what's going on, good people? And welcome back to another episode of Healing Broken Souls, man. Right now, we had to uh, kick out the host, and uh, production had to come on set. We had so. Pastor Benny L. Powell <laughs> Sr., Pastor John Boynowski had to get them on up out of here. <laughs> man. And we are your hosts for today. It is uh, Daryl Morgan, and I'm with my friend. Kyra Montero, <laughs> a.k.a. Yellow Man. Oh man, this is our first show together, y'all. We just now getting on the uh, front end of things versus being on the back end, so we definitely happy to be here. So uh, let's get on into this thing, man. Hold on, we got we got Darian behind the camera. Hit that hit that yellow button. Give the people a round of applause for the Lord Jesus. Give him. There you go. <laughs> Only do it. Oh man. All right, man. So today we're gonna be talking about. Um, how young people uh, transition uh, from their, not from, but like into their faith, you know, um, from kind of being uh, broken or let's just say growing up in a broken home. Um, so, I mean, Kyron, what what do you think about that, man? Did, did you necessarily grow up um, with a broken soul or how would you say it? I don't think everybody grew up with a broken soul. I think... Uh, I think it's just everybody broken just look different. So I've been a member. I think I'm rare in sense to say like I've been a member of this church my whole life. Yeah, I'm 33, May 10th, 1990. So whatever Sunday fought look when I was born, I've been here. And so growing up, but I ain't always act like I grew up in church, and I ain't all I don't, I don't always live like that. But I came up. Dad was a preacher. Grandfather, uncle. Old pastor, Pastor uh, Williams was a godfather. And so I just kind of grew up in church. But it was weird because my family was in the streets. So I had aunts, cousins, uncles who was drug dealers. <laughs> and I had a praying grandma and everything. So it was kind of interesting uh, growing up. I had a man that raised me. My biological father didn't raise me. Yeah, you know. So him and my mom was young when they had me, 17, 18 years old. And so... Yeah, you know, I kind of just, church was that, that place that kind of gave that sense of family. And I come from a huge family as well. So, yeah, I would say I grew up in a, in a broken situation, you know. But I would say that church has really helped me, you know, uh, yeah, kind of weather some storms. Okay, okay. So, really, um, with me, I didn't realize I grew up in a broken home till I got older, you know. So, it's like, obviously, I'm a child, you know. As a child or a kid, that's as far as my understanding was, you know? So I didn't really know, obviously, everything I know now until I got older, you know, to get that understanding. So obviously, yes, I know I grew up in a broken home. Um, but most people, like, I don't know. I think they just kind of think they grew up in a broken home because of, let's say, that both parents wasn't there. Um, I'm blessed to say that both of my parents was in the home, you know, the whole time, but we necessarily didn't have everything, you know, so that's still where um, you can have a full, you know, house full of family members, but still feel broken, right? So obviously growing up, 
you know, and now that we older, it's like, okay, how do we transition from being, you know, broken into obviously grown men and um, <clears throat> taking on that faith, you know, that we have now. So, I mean, Kyron, what you think when you first came into church, um, how high was your level of faith? I mean, so what they call again, say, I got baptized on like when I was like five or six. I was fully aware like that, you know, what they say with the gospel message, you know, fallen man, Adam sin, you know, that break the relationship between you and God, then the need for Jesus to come and bridge that gap. So I was aware of that, that at five, you know, I knew I was a sinner. I knew I was a little heathen because there was definitely some girls in Sunday school that I was looking at, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, say your boy right now. Like, So, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like I was more, I feel like I knew about the Bible. My dad was a preacher. I got to learn a lot about the Bible at a young age. But just because you know the Bible don't mean you know God. Yeah. So I feel like I knew a lot about the Bible, doing Christian rap and all of that. But I don't feel like I really knew God. And I feel like God had to, like, humble me because okay. I was being a hypocrite. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So As yeah. you were still young, though, right? I mean... What are you saying now? I feel like in my fresh out of high school, early 20s, I went through a real rebellious stage. So my pops passed away when I was like 18 from cancer. And I feel like five to 10 years, I just carried around just unspeakable anger. Yeah. That really could have landed me in prison. It's only by the grace of God that I ain't in prison right now. Yeah. And so I feel like I had to go through some things. And honestly... 2019 sitting down with Pastor Powell is when a lot of that stuff start yeah. breaking for real. So I feel like I went through my whole 20s. I feel like I just was angry. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But So for me, um, <clears throat> my mom and dad, we, t we went to church, right? So like I was already exposed to God, all right? So I mean – we we knew we had to go to church, you know, and it wasn't a church as big as like today or what we in today. It was a Baptist church. I want to say about 50 people max. You know, it was a very small building. Um, but I I knew like Jesus was real. You know, my, my parents took us to church, you know. Now, did that keep going? You know, no, sometimes we kind of fell off. You know, as I got older, it was like, no, I'm not going to church. You know, obviously, it's like I'm trying to figure out me now. So, I mean, um, just from that point to, like, growing older to, like, the age of 18, um, I think experiences kind of just shaped me into knowing, like, okay, God got to be real, you know, or uh, there has to be, you know, a Jesus, you know, because obviously what I was going through, I'm like, man, ain't no way I'm, you know, experiencing this at this age, you know, and it wasn't nothing really uh, too dire or anything. It was just like, you know, normal things that obviously young adults, young, you know, teenagers don't go through, you know, at that age. Um, so I think um, just learning to embrace my faith and then actually understand it, you know, uh, pushed me to be like a better person today. You know, I got a better understanding of what faith is, you know, and how to actually uh, use it to the best of my abilities. So, I mean, um, just talking like that, I would say that most people our age, the younger 
generation, um, they probably don't come into church or want to come, you know, for that simple fact of them not knowing, you know, or not understanding, you know, what the power of faith could really do for us. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's a, I feel like our generation, everything is off emotion. Yeah. Like, we blame God for emotional stuff. I mean, it's like, first, like, the Bible say faith is the evidence of things hopeful. No, it's the substance of things hopeful, evidence of things not seen. So it's like, when it come to faith, a lot of it is stuff you can't see in front of you. You got to, you got to walk it out. You know what I mean? You got to go through that journey to get to the evidence of it. And I, yeah. I just feel like a lot of people, it's an emotional standpoint you know what i'm saying like yeah i think most definitely too uh emotional because um one thing that prevents you know our generation from coming into church is our own emotions you know we we want to be mad and we don't want to open ourselves to understanding you know what who god is and what he can do for us you know so that's why we sit here today you know as examples you know for you know more youth and more people around our age to like let them know hey god is real and this is what he can do for you you know so long as you trust him you know and speaking back to that faith you know obviously we had to grow in our faith right we we started at a point where we had to learn about it and then we had to you know do some self-evaluating self-reflecting and see like where we are at you know with it and then obviously you know day by day as we grow you know we grow in our faith so i just think that's um Something key, you know, just for the younger generation to try to, um, you know, just get closer to because uh, we know, you know, without God is nothing's possible. You know, I think too something that I don't know about you because I mean I know you you impact the city and the community in a whole nother lane and a different circle than what I'm in, and I know you got a, a, a big impact. One thing I hear a lot is people talking about like how can God be good when the world is so evil? How can a loving God allow racism murder yeah you know what i'm saying drug overdoses with poverty all of this type of stuff but it's like when you look in the bible like god's standard is perfection yeah so evil is anything out of god so it's like you ask the question well if you want god to eliminate evil that means your thoughts <laughs> yeah that means he gotta eliminate all of us then you know what i'm saying so right. it's like i would rather take the grace so once again i just think our i think our generation is just emotional and yeah. so, even with you, like, I seen you come in, like, last episode, how you was talking about you came in 2018, wanting to be here. I've seen growth in you. I didn't see you go. You didn't been through some stuff in these last few years. Yeah. You know sure. what I'm saying? And he I, and Kyron even was about to duke it out in here. <laughs> Mike that's Tyson. How, hey, look, that show y'all how far, like, you know, we came in our faith. You know, we, we was running off emotions, you know, one day, you know, and actually brought it, you know, to the house of God, which is a big no-no, you know. So, obviously, without experiencing that, you know, or obviously, like, going through that, we wouldn't have had no, like, knowledge of, hey, this is unacceptable, you know, at least at church. And, and, and we sitting here, but let me quote Pastor Powell. Don't come up in here and smack me. <laughs> <laughs> you come up here in greater second and throw something. It's gonna look like fight night. Don't come up in greater second. We got some men that are seen. Never mind. Let me stop. <laughs> well, obviously, y'all can see how our faith has grown exponentially now. So, I mean, <laughs> round of applause for all the men. <laughs> round of applause for all the men. Nah. No, but I mean, I mean, honestly, man, like I'm still trying to like. I'm still trying to grow now. 
you know, we running business and stuff. Yeah. You know, at times I could be, I'm slacking at home. My character ain't right. I'm having to look at my daughter, future kids, whatever, just like, you know. Yeah. Trying to, we're trying to create generational wealth. It's a lot of things I feel like. I feel like our generation is trying to undo a lot of trauma that our parents and people before may not have necessarily dealt with yeah. and just kind of swept it under the rug. I feel like our generation want answers. We want to know, we want to know everything. Yeah. Why is the sky blue? Yeah. Why do crickets crawl? We yeah. want to know. Like we, we need to know everything. Yeah. You know? And not just come with, you know, just the different generations. Right. So obviously back in the day, you know, the older generation was like taught differently. Say so, no. We already know that you know each diff- each generation experienced different upbringings. You know, and obviously just uh, growing up two totally different like ways. You know, so I mean, through it all, you know, we still have to learn to keep our faith high. You know, and to keep trusting God. You know, because at the end of the day, to get that understanding, you know, you have to come to church. You know, you got to surround yourself with with good people like Kyron. You know, you got to come and fellowship you know with with your community you know to kind of know you know that obviously all those things you know really isn't true you know you don't have to but, you know but, think but let me say this how you walked in pastor's office yeah you initiated it yeah when pastor first came here i want to make sure it's people that sit back and don't do nothing and yeah. then blame the church for not pouring into them yeah you can't get in the car and not start it up and say my car don't work that's yeah. your fault Start it up, you know what I'm saying? So you have to, if you want to plug into a body, you got to put in the effort to stay consistent, just like anything else. So I think people want to sit in church and want the church to do everything for them. But you got to put in work for the church to work for you. Yeah. But see, most of our, like most of our generation, that's like one big thing that's holding them, you know, like from not coming in here, you know, just uh Talking about what everybody want to hand out? Well, no, more so just like... um, we didn't we didn't spoke a lot here. Speaking. Uh basically like you know, for me now, you know, I can just say this, you know. I had to grow in my faith, right? So like obviously how I was thinking last year or the year before that, I don't think like that right now. You know, so I really can't say, you know, like anything because tomorrow, you know, you you never know what tomorrow may bring. So I think um we got a question over here. <laughs> okay, so my question for you is, what is this generation's biggest struggle for their faith? So can you ask that question again? I'm sorry. What is this generation's biggest struggle with faith or for their faith? Hmm. Man, that's a big question. Um... From what I've talked to, a lot of people, a lot of guys, I'm going to just speak to a lot of young men I've talked to. They say that growing, the life that the church preaches that they don't see it line up. So hypocrisy, if you want to say. And so when I talk to a lot of people, and I've even been a part of that. Well, if you love God, then why are you living like this? You know, so I feel like the lifestyle not matching up. But I feel like hypocrisy is everywhere. You know, let's say if you're in the streets, you're supposed to be a thug and then, Y'all softer than tissue. So why are you hanging around them? <laughs> you know, but I, so I just think it's an excuse, you know. But I think I think the lifestyle not matching up is the biggest thing I've, I've heard my generation say. Either that or they say that the church is just 
suck money out of people and not contribute it back to society. Yeah. I, you know, I, I've heard all kind of stuff, you know. I think it's definitely, um, I heard the exact same thing, but it goes back to, like, being that example, you know, and, like, uh, like just warrior for God. We don't, they don't know because they don't know, you know. They don't know because they haven't been taught, you know. Had I not been taught about the ways of God and living, right, not only from pastor, because obviously when I first moved up here, my grandma was telling me, you know, about Jesus, you know, and just things that I didn't know. But had she not did that, I would still be in that same, you know, past mindset of, yeah, the church doesn't do nothing. They just take money over. Okay, how about actually getting in the church and seeing if it's really like that? You know, I've, I've never, like, just took what someone said about something and just ran with it. You know, I think that comes down to, like, the different type of people we have in this world, too. Um you know, if, if the sky is blue, I'm going to go outside to go check it myself, you know, and I'm just not going to go off of what someone else says, you know. So just the simple fact of someone telling me God isn't real, I'm not buying that. I got to either go see it for myself, you know, or live it for myself. So I think um, a problem with most of our generation is just not wanting to learn, you know, because had you got the information that you needed, you're going to think about it a whole different way, you know? So now knowing that God can do something for you, you you're going to come to the church and see, you know, what that possibly can turn out to. So here's another question. You know, I hear your generation say that uh, it's not my truth, okay? Mm. It's not what I believe, you know? What do you, how do you respond to that? What? That's tough though because if you if you say you live by your truth, I live by my truth. What if my truth cancels yours out? So if, if everybody got their own truth, what is truth then? There's nothing to stand on. So I mean, everybody say that the Bible ain't accurate, but it's, look at all the prophecies, look at everything that's been fulfilled, look at how I line up. Uh, it's that's it's. Everybody got their own idea of what God is. So I just mm -hmm. think all you could do is just plant a seed and move on. You can't beat Jesus down somebody's throat. So, Darling, do you think that we're trying to make God come down to our level? No, I think uh, it's the opposite. Well, yes, I think <laughs> that our generation is trying to dumb down God to our own level of understanding when it's like, no. It's the exact opposite of that. You know, we have to grow in that faith to get to like his level of understanding. Right. We can't just we can't just like not think that or just take like surface level information. Right. So if I just ran off with God is real, pray to God every night. That's not going to like guarantee me into like the afterlife. You know, that's that's just not enough for me to be like. Okay, cool. I'm so so. I mean, I don't think um, it's necessarily like the truth thing. I just think that people don't want to deal with the truth when the truth is, you know, God is real, and so long as you accept Him, you know, and and try your best, you know, we 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 not perfect, you know, I'm not perfect, but now I can say that I'm trying my best to reflect in His image, you know. So it's like. I wouldn't even, um, no, nah, I, I just think people definitely, our generation definitely try to just bring it to a understanding to where we only understand and not really try to dig deep into it. Two-point question. First of all, do you think that 
your generation is focusing on more religion or more relationship with God? And then the second part is, how does your generation and our generation come together and work together? Okay, so really, to the first part, um, I would say our generation is definitely, it's kind of hard, because, like, for me, right, first, it was religion. It was about, okay, cool, Baptist, Christian, you know, Christianity, all that. I'm like, okay, if I'm a Christian, then I got to live like this, right? And then it turned into, obviously, me growing in my faith, I'm understanding now it's all about my relationship with him. So, I mean, if, um, I don't know, like, I, I don't, I don't know what the next, um, kid my age is being taught, you know, in his home or, you know, wherever he's like living at, you know, I don't know the conversations that's, you know, being taken place with them, but I know if they like come talk to me, I'm going to tell them it's about their relationship with God. You know, I think, um, it's not even, like with religion, I think religion is like a man-made thing. I think everything is possibly spiritual, you know. So once we have a spiritual understanding of God, we don't even look at it as religion because we already developed that relationship. Well, Karen, where do you feel viewpoint? I was just listening to that. Ladies <laughs> out there. Um, I think that our generation is focusing a lot on relationship. But I think people don't want to be slaved or quote unquote slave to the Christian way. I think that people have a problem with Christianity because Christianity is the only religion that you say Christ is the only way versus the whole thing, live my truth. That's the biggest problem that people got with Christianity. It's like, I want Jesus as, I'm cool with Savior, but not Lord. Like, yeah, let me go to heaven, but don't tell me that this is the only way. So I think we focus on relationship. I think we just define them what that is. My opinion. Close it up. Close it up. Uh, this is another episode of the Healing Broken Souls podcast. I'm Kyra Montero. And this is Daryl Morgan. And we'll see y'all on the next run. Thank you. Peace.